Hello, and welcome to the Street Brass Podcast. This is your host, Phil Andrews. It's been nice to get back in the streets um, with one of my bands, the Rude Mechanical Orchestra, which has reformed as a drum corps as the uh, fight to defund the police continues here in New York and around the country. Uh, This week, we're actually going to be featuring uh, brass bands from uh, Costa Rica. Uh, They have a long, rich tradition with lots of history, and uh, a lot of that history uh, was uh, told to me uh, by Juan Jose. He is both a member of uh, Cimarona La Original from Santo Domingo and also uh, wrote a, a book about the history of brass bands in his town, as well as being the, one of the main organizers of Honk Costa Rica. So we are going to begin uh, with a song from his band. Uh, this song is called El Can. It's from 2015's Once. Um, let's give it a listen and we'll come back with lots more information. was Cimarona La Original, sometimes with the tag Dominguena at the end uh, to signify where the band is from. They're from Santo Domingo. Uh, There is a naming convention of the bands uh, always beginning with Cimarona and ending with the name of the town. Sometimes that is just optionally said. So what is a Cimarona? Uh, It's basically a village band. It's usually five to eight members. Uh, There's almost always a tuba and a couple of percussionists, like a bass drum and a snare, and some ancillary percussion, as well as 
some combination of trombones, trumpets, saxes, uh, and clarinets. And they tend to play in a variety of styles, everything from cumbia to merengue to bolero and many more, um, as well as the sort of traditional Cimarrona sound. Uh, they're often um, the working musicians. They're hired for events and birthday parties and weddings and anniversaries. Uh, there are uh, big festivals um, around the country. Um, they're often paired uh, with city festivals, um, which is common in Latin America for each town, sometimes for a name for its patron saint, or uh, during uh, the same week, kind of like a carnival season, but they are spaced out at different times um, of, of the year. And so these bands are often um, the drivers or the, the sort of the beginners of the party. Um, they're very often paired with what they call masquerades, which are large-scale uh, puppets that did parade in the street and dance. So let's hear uh, from another band. This is Cimarrona Santo Domingo, um, obviously also from Santo Domingo. Um, they, uh, they are also on their uh, Facebook and their website, they talk a lot about the fact that the masquerade is part of the band, uh, that they sort of will bring um, both the band and the visual element to any event that you would like to book them for. And uh, this particular song is called um, Juana, and uh, this is Cimarrona Santa Domingo. Let's check it out. research for this show um, with Juan Jose's help um, and some research on my own, one thing that really uh, stuck out to me is that these uh, bands are really woven into the fabric of the community, and therefore there are many, many of these bands, at least uh, in the dozens of, of bands. Many of them are 
uh, don't really have an internet presence or haven't done recordings, but they are working musicians who are just part uh, of the community. Um, they uh, they report that uh, at the f- at the beginning of the pandemic, the it seems like the Costa Rican government had things uh, relatively under control, and the second wave has come and is already starting to abate there. But it has been difficult for musicians because uh, unlike sort of more honk community bands in the U.S., these are these musicians' primary income, much like the brass bands of New Orleans. If you've never been uh, to Costa Rica, it is probably one of the uh, most stable and uh, well-off, well, not well-off. It has the lowest poverty rate in Latin America. It's not a big place. Uh, there's uh, about 5 million people living there. That's smaller than New York City, uh, but there are uh, large areas of jungle and mountains. Uh, there's even a place where you can go and see both the Pacific uh, Ocean and the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, they're well known for their wildlife, especially birds and butterflies. And uh, now we're going to uh, move on to a song uh, from... Uh, Cimarrona Espiritu Tico. This is um, a song that uh, was recorded with the band leader playing um, all of the instruments, uh, tuba, trombone, euphonium, alto and tenor sax, trumpet, bass drum, and cymbals. Um, That's uh, Luis Arbuola. The song is called uh, San Miguelito, and uh, this is an original song, a merengue from this group, and they're based in um, Escazu, which is a small town uh, just to the west of San Jose, which is the biggest city and the capital. Simorona uh, Espiritu Tico. Now we're going to hear from uh, La Banda Municipal de Santa Cruz. Uh, roughly translated, that's the municipal band of Santa Cruz. And uh, that's a little bit different than a Cimarrona. That's a municipal band is sort of an officially sponsored 
um, you know, by the city government, uh, band that is for official purposes, uh, government functions will often play uh, to begin holiday seasons or um, you know, official uh, events. Uh, they often play uh, in the gazebo in the center of town. In Mexico, that's usually called El Zocolo. Um, now, this band is from uh, Santa Cruz, as their name would imply. Uh, that's in the North Pacific region. This is one of the oldest um, areas of Costa Rica that ha still has African uh, influence, um, and its rhythm is specific to that area, which is called the Parandera. Uh, that's has been adapted by the local bands. Uh, this song is Quince de, de Enero, that's the 14th of, of January, and it's named after the date uh, that the city of Santa Cruz celebrates the biggest uh, party, uh, the biggest event. Uh, that's a celebration. Um, and so the festival begins with this band playing this song at exactly noon on its uh, on the 14th of January, uh, and that's an entire week of local celebrations with Bull rides and uh, parades, concerts, and more. Uh, let's check it out. This is the Banda Municipal de Santa Cruz. You may be asking yourself where the word uh, cimarron came from. Originally, it um, it referred uh, to either the people or the culture. It's not totally clear of of African peoples who were uh, enslaved and brought to Latin America to Costa Rica, and then the term became more associated with um, the sort of uh, non-official, the sort of villages and the sort of jungle both the like people and the culture and sometimes even the animals. So much like the rest of Latin America, there really is a wildness out in the mountains and, and the jungles where, you know, Spanish influence and government influence never fully um, penetrated and took over 
the original cultures of the indigenous people. So eventually the Cimarrona term uh, ended up referring to these bands um, in opposition to the municipal bands. So these are like the non-official um, wild bands of the country or wild bands of the of the jungle. So the uh, municipal bands, the formal official concert marching bands, um, have existed since 1845. And the first documented Cimarrona was in 1875 in Santo Domingo. So we obviously don't have any recordings of Cimarronas from the uh, 19th century. Um, we do have uh, this recording from 1978, this is from a band called Cimarrona Retana, and uh, they're from uh, Alajuelita uh, in San Jose, in San Jose the state, and uh, we're going to hear a song uh, called um, El, El Bals de Medianoche, that's the, the Midnight Waltz. It's a very uh, traditional Costa Rican waltz. Um, uh, this band doesn't exist anymore, but uh, this is some of the oldest recording Juan Jose was able to dig up for us, and we want to thank him uh, for that. Let's give it a listen. So another very popular Costa Rican band is called Cimarrona La Favorita. Now we played them on the show uh, before for their socially distant music video Brinco del Sapo, um, which is a very uh, popular song that many bands play. And uh, as an example of how um, these bands uh, function within the context of their uh, community, every June in San Antonio de Descamparados, which is also near San Jose, uh, there is a patron saint festival, and that's held, it's a week long, and uh, some of the main entertainment 
is this band and the accompanying uh, Masquerade, which uh, they say they have actually two versions of, uh, depending on what the client wants. Um, they uh, sent me a video from last year, from 2019, um, a song called La Patada de la Baca, which I think means the cow's kick. So let's uh, check that out. This is Cimarona La Favorita. Now, if you want to find out more about the culture and the music of the Cimarronas and the masquerades, um, I want to send you uh, to a museum called Santo Domingo Museum of the Cimarrona and La Masquerade. Uh, that's, they've got a Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash Museo Domingueño de la Cimarrona y la Mascarada. Um, I will share that link um, on Facebook um, to make it a little easier uh, to find. Uh, and it's, it's specifically about the tradition of Cimarronas in Santo Domingo and, uh, and how that town has 145 years of that brass band culture. We're now going to play uh, another old recording. This is from uh, Cimarrona Banda Alegre Azareseña. Uh, this is f- a band from a town uh, called Aceri in San Jose. This was recorded again in 1978. We're going to play a song called Pesar. Uh, it's a kind of uh, a swing or a slow foxtrot. Uh, so let's uh, let us check that out. Yeah. 
One of the Simoronas festivals that um, I found uh, is called uh, the Festival de Simoronas Palmares. Um, and uh, this seems to be, have been sponsored by the band uh, from that town, La Simorona uh, Palmarena. And uh, they've got a, a series of videos uh, from the 2014 festival on YouTube. If you look at the band's YouTube page, you can find a bunch of these uh, videos, some of which have been viewed many tens of thousands of, of times. This band uh, was started in 2010 as an, uh, an offshoot of graduates from the old uh, Palmares Youth Band. So we're going to pl- actually play, we mentioned this song before, Brinco del Sapo, which means the frogs uh, jump. Uh, it is uh, typical of the Santa Cruz region, but is played. Uh, it's one of those songs like, like Bella Ciao for Italians. It's played pretty much um, by everybody. So let's check it out. Uh, this is La Cimarona Palmarena. So we received such an overwhelming response when we reached out to bands for this uh, episode, and uh, there is such a large and rich and deep uh, culture of these bands in Costa Rica that we're going to do, we're going to continue this conversation next week uh, with more Cimarrona music, more songs, uh, more bands, and more information that we did not have time to get to uh, today. Um, we're going to leave you all with one uh, final song. This band is called Cimarona Los Peperitos. They're from Santa Barbara. And if you check out their Facebook page, you'll see that they are very eager to start working again. Um, the, I guess the de- Department or the Ministry of Health of Costa Rica has said that outdoor gatherings of a certain size are okay as long as social distancing and masks and all other precautions um, are taken. So 
you happen to be in Costa Rica, you can look up this band or many others uh, that are currently active and ready to start working again. Until next week, you can um, subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash streetbrass. So until next week, folks, maybe I'll see you in the streets.